Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. life of kg i hope you are all okay and getting through this lockdown period fingers crossed this is the last time and we can go back to building our businesses and smashing 2021 today i am extremely excited to have someone very very talented on the show zoe giselle springer is an award-winning writer author of various ebooks a podcaster you might actually recognize her voice from forest fm She's been featured in many publications and also spoken at many conferences. For Forrest, she is the community and content manager. I'm so excited to talk to her, find out more about her and her story and get some really good ideas for you guys. So without further ado, here she is. Zoe, welcome to the Life of KG. Thank you so much for getting up early and joining me. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's a pleasure. First it's one of the year. <laughs> really fun and different hearing your voice because I'm so used to hearing you on Forest FM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> does it sound different? No, <laughs> it's actually the same. It's okay. just weird, like seeing you in person when I'm normally only used to hearing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Oh, it's like I know you already. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so for those that don't know who you are please can you introduce yourself and tell them what you do sure um so I guess the first thing that I will say because I often get this question is that I'm actually French Canadian so if you hear a bit of like a weird twang there's a few things in there first of all like I said French Canadian I've I'm Montreal born and raised uh, I lived two years in Dublin as well so that's where the twang comes from um I guess the best way to describe myself would be to say that I'm an avid learner like I, I value personal growth creativity uh, being part of a culture contributing to, to things and that's why I think Forest FM really suits me well um but um Apart from that, you know, at, at Forest, I'm a community and content manager, and that essentially means that I'm responsible for the uh, planning and executing of uh, localized audio and written content, driving community engagement, um, which then leads to collaborative course content, mentorship programs, online and on-demand video content as well. So it's all content, really. <laughs> wow, all content. You must, I'm surprised not contented out. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you do feel a bit like you need a break and you need your brain to kind of relax and uh I personally try to meditate for that because otherwise you just kind of yeah there's there's so much creativity but I think the thing is as well um I think you have to get inspired and be inspired by other people and see what other people are doing reading uh, helps a lot Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, in the past two, three years, reading a lot more business books, which I wouldn't have had done ever before. And it really does help make connections between conversations that you're having, especially with the podcast. I'm sure you, you, you know, you kind of feel the same way with talking to a lot of people. Uh, you kind of discover new things and then it just springs another idea randomly. And sometimes actually the, the ideas come in the middle of the night or like randomly through meditation in the morning. I don't know. Definitely. I agree. I mean, I have a membership group for salon owners and 
uh, so I'm creating content all the time and for my one-to-one salon owners that I look after so I always need content 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 or when I'm writing for magazines or whatnot and sometimes when I'm just not feeling inspired I just get myself into a good book and it just comes to your mind Mm -hmm. and I've also found as well obviously we just had a conversation before we went live about lockdown and I think lots of people are feeling very deflated at the moment but I think for people that are creating content I don't know about you but ideas are just coming to my mind because I have so much free space in there that I'm just like I'm annoying myself with the amount of content <laughs> I'm creating up in there <laughs> no I do I do feel what you mean like when we've uh, in the marketing team last year uh with the with the pandemic like we've never created so much content and the ideas keep flowing like there's definitely I think it's I think it's a lot of it's a lot to do with you know wanting to help people and finding solutions uh for helping s- those people that are, are fi- that are feeling more deflated maybe um and if you have the mental capacity to do that then you know it just kind of one one idea leads to another really and then it's just a flywheel yeah definitely it's amazing so what is your background like what made you want to work within the hair and beauty industry um well working in the hair and beauty industry was actually uh not something I ever intended exactly to do if I'm fully transparent I actually my background comes from sound recording so um I was a sound tech for five years I started a career in that I graduated from trade school in 2011 I was 20 at the time um and I started working in the advertising industry um just on the audio side of things so I was you know working on commercials ad radio um TV as well. Uh, we were doing a bit of documentary stuff. And um, five years into it, I was going through a lot of things on the personal side. And uh, I gave a six months notice um, work uh, that I was going to leave. And so on January 16th of uh, 2016, I took a one-way plane ticket to Dublin and uh, decided I was going to jump into the deep end without having an apartment, a job secured. I had like, I only had a visa, two backpacks. And I was like, I guess I'm going to figure it out. And I think, I think that like in this mental space that I was in at the time, I really needed that unknown and just being like faced with myself and having to, to dig deep, to figure things out and to figure myself out and what I wanted and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a, uh, it was very transformative. And at the time when I was uh, finally, like I finally found an apartment, like maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe a month later or something, I stayed in hostels for a little while. Um, (laughs) I was doing job search, obviously, uh, because, you know, you kind of have to eventually you run out of, you know, you run out of your own means. So um, I was job searching and then I stumbled upon a, a, a job spec for Forrest. uh, And at the time that was like a social media slash blog writing role. And I thought it was a really enticing job spec and they seemed like a really cool company. I hadn't heard about them ever before. They weren't really in North America at the time. Um, so I, I applied and, um, you know, the, the went through the interview process. I was, uh, I actually was only called back by two companies. Forrest was one of them. The other one was UPS. There's a funny story associated to that, but, um, but yeah. And then in March of 2016, they gave me my shot and the rest is history. And I do not regret for one second being in this industry. Like I've met so many amazing people since, and I don't think I would have 
become the person who I am today has like had it not been for Forrest and working in this industry. Really, it's a pretty yeah. special industry, and you've you've managed to do conferences. You've written tons of articles. Like you must have spoken to so many amazing people. Uh, yeah, and like on a global level, which is really cool as well, because you get the perspective from like the the different industry perspective from different parts of the world, which is you know super um, interesting when you're creating content as well, because that that's where that localizing part comes into to play for for myself for my role. Um, but you know the the reality of there's there's certain things that are so different from you know just UK and Ireland to the US or to Australia and uh, and, and all those nuances are really, really interesting to hear um, about when, when you talk to people from different parts of the globe. Yeah, I bet. And obviously on the uh, Forest FM podcast, which I absolutely love, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hundreds of episodes, isn't there? Yeah, we're at, we finished the year on 192 officially. Yeah, wow, like that is a crazy amount. You've managed to speak to so many amazing people in the industry. Who has been your favorite so far and why? Oh, no, I don't have kids, but I feel like this is like asking a mom <laughs> who's your favorite child. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I have so many, and I think for so many different reasons, but if I had to give shout outs, I would say Helen Ward, uh, from Helen Ward, uh, the, the well, sorry, from Richard Ward Hair and Metro Spa in the UK. Uh, we talked about using KPIs um, and data from KPIs to assess and increase staff performance. Marcus Allen, definitely one of my favorite person. Um, thinking about you know your business in a creative way, um, seeing things from different perspectives. Jay Williams, uh, we were talking about emotional intelligence, leadership. Um, and Stephanie Fox, who's a general, a generational um, expert, and uh, who talks about staff motivation and performance a lot. So definitely those four. But then, you know, there's also some of those interviews that we have on Forest FM where people get really vulnerable and open up about their personal situations. And for those, I would have to shout out Don Bradley, um, we were talking about anxiety, boundaries, Rachel Wing, uh, Rachel Ringwood, sorry, uh, we were talking about mental health and burnout, Tom Chapman as well, uh, who was talking about men's suicide and mental fitness. So definitely, I, honestly, life-changing conversations, um, I think, all around, like, because you have so many nuggets that just teach you about life as well, um, that, yeah, it does change you as a person, the more you do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had quite a lot of them conversations, especially when they get vulnerable. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's just so heartfelt and real life. And it, it, it is just amazing. But anyone who hasn't checked out Forest FN, then go and check out them episodes, because I'm sure you're going to learn a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love your podcast as well. I was listening to it just, uh, just before the, the, the Christmas break. It was, uh, it was a nice refresh. And, you know, it's, instead of listening to my episodes, because I have to do a lot of the listening back and proofing and stuff, it was just like, ah, oh, this is refreshing not to hear my own voice in like different conversations. This is great. <laughs> oh, thank you. So obviously you've worked in the industry for years and mm -hmm. you've spoken to a ton of salon owners, I'm sure. What would you have found that their biggest challenges that they come across as salon owners? I think, in the last five years that I've been in the industry, staff, 
Um, you know, I, I remember even just being the first year in and having conversations about the recruitment crisis and it always comes back then staff performance every episode that we've had that we've talked about staff always ends up with like a tons of downloads um and i think that especially this year um it is definitely more of a challenge even more than it was before probably because i think that with the pandemic you know the consumer behavior has changed obviously and we all know that um, but I think that employee wants and needs have also changed through this. Um, if I like, I'm sure that if you you think of yourself or like if I if I look back at like what I prioritized this year, well, last year and what I'm prioritizing this year has changed dramatically compared to other years. And I think that's you know something that's widely spread across you know the industry workforces in general um but i think there's also always been kind of a lack of understanding of you know staff's in, in, intrinsic motivation um we, we we might always think you know well staff is going to be motivated by money or this or like a better uh, um work situation but sometimes it's actually just you know time Mm -hmm. we, we kind of and I think that this year with the pandemic or well, sorry well last year we're still in it mm -hmm. um <laughs> unfortunately um I think that we've kind of realized what's really really important for us and time has come up a lot and and spending you know time with loved ones family friends uh, when we can of course uh, minding the lockdowns um but I think there's also like different things um in terms of like management versus leadership i think there's a lot of maybe managers maybe sometimes not enough leaders in some you know or, or there's like leadership skills that are lacking um you know we see it with with just interest for for management and leadership courses or leadership thought leadership based uh, episodes that we we host um and yeah there's i think i think there's just like a lot of different things that come into play but staff is kind of always the 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 kind of the biggest challenge that that comes about i think yeah i agree i mean with the salons that i work with staff is always the number one thing whether that's how to build a team or having issues with team or their motivation or <laughs> you know just just a vary of all them type of things and i do think echoing what you've said regarding lockdown people are now wanting more time they've had all of this time for the last year that them oh actually i quite enjoy having this free time and not running mm. a million miles an hour all of the time um, yeah. i think it's going to be a very different way of working when life does go back to normal and trying to figure that out with our teams to still make them happy and still want them to kind of be in the salon and everyone kind of having a balance a hundred percent and i think it, it comes down to to the, the the one single word actually that i haven't said is flexibility people are looking for more flexibility definitely yeah. definitely and also with the leadership as well like a lot of us that are salon owners went into starting a salon as a therapist or as a mm. hairdresser because we were good at that and then we've built this salon or it's grown because our natural client base has grown and then you start needing teams and you start actually becoming a business owner and you think okay 
how do I now become a business owner? Because I'm a head <laughs> or a bee therapist. <laughs> and it yeah. is very completely different roles that people need to learn, which is why most of the leadership courses and management courses are so sought after, because it is a new role we're having to learn. Being a hairdresser mm-hmm. or being a, a therapist to start with isn't enough to then go and build and lead teams. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, it's very, very interesting. But I also was really excited to get you on the show because I know that you do a lot with branding and specializing in understanding brands. And I know this is a, um, a problem for a lot of companies, especially small companies, because they don't even think of that side of things. <laughs> Tell me what that means to our listeners, understanding brands. Uh, yeah, so I think there's there's a lot of things in there, but if I try to simplify it, um, for me, in the context of, you know, creating content and all of that, um, and, and not necessarily like visual content, more audio, written, video, um, I think that means for me that I need to understand the company's story, I need to understand the founder's story, know about it, uh, understand the brand mission, the core values, um, tone of voice and if it's not defined you know start defying it um, what the business stand for but also what it doesn't stand for I think is really important and um, and then understand the stickiness of the brand like what makes people come back to it and what's that perception like um, and the idea behind knowing and understanding all of that would be to then become for me anyways become kind of the liaison between the organization or the company and its audience then uh, because once you can once you have that language and understanding of the tone of voice and all of that you can act as it um, as, a, as a moderator I suppose of the brand through your community support through content distribution. Uh, you can help others in the company have the same language. Um, you can help, you know, with building digital engagement, building brand presence, trust, online, in person. You kind of, it becomes a part of you. It kind of becomes, you kind of, it, it's, it's exactly that. It's another language essentially. And you have that brand's language then in you. And I think that kind of, once you, once you, really understand it it's it's super easy to just weave it into everything else that you do but that's the I know I suppose the base the foundation of it yeah and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking right now okay well how do we even start that like where do these businesses and especially small businesses start implementing that how do they get that out there um I think the first thing you have to ask yourself is you know, as, as a company, as a business is who are you? What do you do? Why does it matter? And you have to dig deep. Like the, the first kind of answers that come to mind might seem super obvious, but like, if you take the time to dig deeper, you might discover something else and really, you know, as much as like, we'll go on to, you know, personal journeys of understanding ourselves, we kind of have to do the same with our businesses. And I think that's the very, very first step. Uh, if you, as the owner, can't portray that you know if like can you can you write down your story can you write down the the business's story can you feed that into your staff can do they understand that story can they speak the same language and you know spread your 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 values and communicate your values and and in a in everything that they do either social media or talking to people talking to clients and I think that's it starts with a deeper understanding of 
well, first of all, what your business, like who, who is your business? Why does it matter? And what do you do? And then also yourself as, as the owner or the founder. Definitely. And would you recommend that they start like popping this on Instagram, maybe getting it out there on social media where they are, and then that can then lead into the other, other aspects of business? Yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, there's probably a good bit that has to just happen yourself in front of a computer or a sheet of paper and stuff like that. But once you kind of have that nailed down 100, 100%, you know, social media is a great place to build trust and, and build relationships. It's kind of like a digital handshake for people that haven't been to your business already. And then for the people who are your clients already, then it's, you know, keeping in touch with them. And I think that's also a really important aspect, especially um, this year with the pandemic, like staying in touch with people and, and letting people know that you're there to help them um, is, I think, key to, to um, I suppose, to, to, to be front of mind in, in your clients' heads, essentially. Um, but yeah, social media is a great place to do that. You can, you, you know, you can have those message, you can have all those bits of messaging also in emails and uh, communications that you send out um, I think there's, I think it can weave into everything that you do, even content, you know, if, if you're writing a blog post or an article, can you integrate a bit of your values in there? And, and how do you have like one piece of messaging? Like, for instance, we, we would, we would always say, um, that we are there to help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more and generating referrals. So that kind of, that trickles into everything else that we do, all of our messaging as well. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're always trying when we're talking about marketing features, say with Forrest, then we're trying to make people understand that this is going to help them get their clients back in more often, spending more, generating referrals. And then, you know, there's, there's different products for every different stage of that. But I think, yeah, I, I think it's just like once you have the global understanding, then it's how do you sprinkle that messaging in everything that you do. And I think if you're trying to get the message out there for the first time, then yes, social media is definitely a great place to start and, and your email comms as well, um, especially to, to your clients directly, because that's you know data that you own and you know you're gonna reach your clients um, by messaging them through email. Yeah, definitely. And I guess people that are stuck on this, I always say that every person has a story, don't they? Like your business has come from somewhere, even if it mm-hmm. means dig that bit deeper to get that out and that vision out and that will help you then find your why to then find out what your branding and everything should be so because people buy people at the end of the day that's what it is definitely like you always want to know who's behind the brand people don't always want to be just talking about lashes or talking about nails or hair or whatever that is they want to know who they're buying from they want to know who Mm -hmm. they're supporting and spending their money on so I've, yeah, it's very, very important, definitely. What tips would you give to salon owners? I just keep talking to, about you to salon owners, but I know it's only because you've interviewed like a billion. <laughs> <laughs> what tips would you give to salon owners to further them and to stay on top of their game? Mm, so I think that if 2020 has taught us anything at all is that we have to be prepared to adapt to any kind of situation, face the unknown, but also try and turn 
any kind of adversity into opportunities and, you know, try and see the positive in that, try to turn disadvantages into advantages. And another thing that's really, you know, popped up with, with the whole pandemic is that as, as business owners, salon owners are going to have to embrace digital solutions in, in especially this year. Um, we're, we're not, I don't, I mean, we were just talking about it earlier. We're still in lockdown here in Montreal, but also where you are. So, you know, we're not done just yet with those things and moving parts of your business online can then help you generate revenue, even, even though you might be closed or have to, you know, um, shut your doors for maybe a week or so if there's, you know, a COVID uh, um, inclusion or something. But, you know, things like online stores, while um while you have some time maybe you know try slowly building at it build an online store there was a stat i think killian said in a podcast that we had just at the end of the year that um on black friday it was the first time that people bought from local businesses more than they bought from amazon which is unheard of <laughs> and i think it's a, it's it's such a great opportunity to jump onto so um, online store, um, online gift vouchers. We've seen that happen um, and, and work wonderfully for our clients during um, you know, the first, first lockdown back in spring last year. Um, you know, it's, it's consumer friendly, it's accessible all the time, can be promoted easily. Um, embracing the idea of virtual consultations. Uh, we've also seen that work quite a bit and there's more and more coming. So I think I think that's something that we're going to have to consider. I don't know if it's going to last, you know, maybe if it's going to last the, the test of time. I don't know if people are always going to do vir virtual consultations, but this year, at least, you know, yeah. you have to try it at least once. Um, getting up and running with email and SMS marketing, if you haven't already, I think that's that's something that you really, really need to look into. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think it just comes back to, that whole leadership piece and and taking care of staff so showing up for your staff um like they do for you um understanding your financials is a another huge huge part of of the game for 2021 and then just generally speaking just keep showing up day after day and you know there's loads of people there out there to to help and support um you're one of them with the podcast you know forest we're here to help as well um forest fm we're trying to make conversations happen and have those conversations so that they can help you find solutions to whatever you might feel kind of stuck in or or you know want some help with and i think there's tons of people out there that are doing great things for the for the industry and and it's just to tap into those communities yeah definitely and i love all that and with regarding the online shops i think that not all salons but a lot of salons are quite um don't sell as much as maybe they could especially mm -hmm. in the beauty world the hairdressing world may be a bit better than beauty but I think it's about leveraging what we have already and bringing more product in that we can sell online. And I think that from the pandemic, and I hope that it will stay as people will keep supporting local and will keep buying from us because clients are wanting to do anything to help us right now, whether that is buy a product and they don't norm normally, whether that is leaving a review on Google, whatever mm -hmm. that will be, 
the clients do want to support right now. So I think that's something that we should all be lapping up. But I think and I hope that that is going to be here to stay as well once this pandemic has passed. I think it will definitely. But I think that for it to last like a really, really long time, I think it's going to require both sides to kind of work together and, and keep that spirit. Um, because a bit like, um, and I say this just because like, when you think about, you know, opening a business and you, 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 you're trying to get your first, say, 100 customers, like they're not just going to walk in. Mm-hmm. and and come in and buy you know you're gonna have to do marketing you have to you know get yourself out there and I think it's it's the same um when you look at buying local you have to you have to stay um active within your community you have to provide value for people you have to keep that conversation going you can't just like disappear and not you know not provide any value or help or you know through virtual consultations you could be recommending products to you know your expertise and to the the I don't know maybe a skin problem or um I know I'm definitely due for my roots now but we're in lockdown so you know even just like some kind of hair treatment or or whatever but like there's so many different ways that you can do it and I think it's just to to keep that that relationship going and I think that's the most important key for it to for for support local to to continue but I think it will do it it definitely will yeah yeah staying in front of people's minds as much as possible so then they're like oh actually I will buy from there when I was just about to go to the supermarket and get my shampoo or whatever that might be I think there's no point in launching an online shop or launching anything if you guys, okay, well, I've launched it and now I'm not making any sales. Well, have you actually done any marketing around that? Or have you been consistent <laughs> with that? So yeah. just, yeah, being in the front of people's minds all the time. And I can't remember who it was, but it was someone this week and it was about coming into different times of life, say, for example, the pandemic, something that bad that might happen that surrounds us. And it's like, okay, why am I here right now? Where is it that I can leverage from this? It might be not something that I'm used to, but why am I here? What can I leverage on? And ideas will come to mind. Like There's always something that can come out of a bad situation. Mm. And it's just, it's just finding them different ways. Yeah, a hundred percent. And if I, if I could, you know, recommend even just one book that I've read that um, I thought was brilliant in that sense, was The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I don't know if you've ever read it, but if you haven't, it's brilliant. And so, um, so good for this time of, you know, our lives with the pandemic, turning obstacles into, uh, into advantage essentially is, is the message of that whole book. But yeah. I'm an absolute book geek. So I will (laughs) keep in that after this. (laughs) so Zoe where can people find you and connect to you yeah so well if they want to connect with me personally on Instagram is the best place uh, z underscore l spring um it's most that's where I'm most active anyways uh, but if you want to discuss any kind of forest related matters um then you can get in touch by email at zoe sp at forest.com I'll send you the actual well you have my email um and or forest.ukie on Instagram or you can visit our website as well at forest.com um 
And if I may, we do have um, a, an event coming up on Monday, January 25th, that's called Uplift. And it's, it's essentially that to lift spirits up. We have uh, tons of, you know, uh, speakers that are going to step on stage and talk about, you know, different force features. We're going to have a, you know, high production value of 2021's um, ex most exciting tech, Salon Tech. Uh, we're going to be talking about resilience and, and different giving, you know, um, sharing stories from owners who flipped 2020 and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we're really excited, but we have all the information on our Instagram as well. So you can check that out there, but we'd look forward to see you if, uh, if you can make it over. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I'm definitely going to look into that. I'll send you the links. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for giving up your time this morning. I know I've taken your time because it's afternoon here, but it's morning there. So just thank you very, very much for coming on the show and sharing all your experience and knowledge of us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. If you love this episode, please share and tag us on social media at KG Salon. I always follow them. I always follow them. If you're a salon owner and would like to join our membership program, coffee, cake, and chat, get in touch for a space. Be around a like-minded tribe. Have 400 pounds worth of mentoring a month and push yourself to the next level. I love being a part of such a great community. Until next time, have an amazing, successful week.